All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Tony Kowalski, and welcome to the very first episode of Star Trekker Size. Now, basically, what we're going to be going over is all things Star Trek. We're going to be talking about some of my personal experiences, and, you know, that's going to be mainly what this episode is about, just talking about why I love Star Trek and you know, whether you are a longtime fan or you're just now getting into it, uh, this is going to be the perfect place for you to just sit back, relax, and just kind of, you know, lose yourself. Uh, I know I certainly will. Uh, so let's just start off. About three years ago during Christmas time, my father took me aside and he showed me his little communicator. Now, uh, it was a Bluetooth communicator. It connected up to your phone. You can flip it open. It makes the chirping sounds. You know, you could talk through it, voice command, all of that stuff. Um, you know, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I said, oh, what is that from? And he said, Star Trek, you know. And I had been a hardcore Star Wars fan ever since I was very young. And... You know, every single Christmas, I would ask my father for some Star Wars stuff, you know, uh, just because of how assess obsessed I was with it. Um, I had collected uh, a few Star Wars things uh, throughout the years that my father gave me, um, you know, as gifts. Uh, and, you know, I was so into it. It was like an almost overwhelming feeling. And I remember going to see The Force Awakens when it first premiered, and I was the most excited I've ever been. But anyway, uh, if you were to ask me back then, you know, what I like better, Star Wars or Star Trek, I would have chosen Star Wars, and I would have said Star Trek sucks. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest, that's what I would have said. Um, and I, did, I, I judged a book by its cover, and... I, I mainly only said that because that's what everybody else was saying. Star Trek sucks. And, you know, Star Trek is, you know, this and Star Trek is that. But in all reality, you know, Star Wars, sure, it has a lot more action sequences. It has a lot more, you know, futuristic weapons. Um, although it takes place a long time ago. Um, you know, Star Wars is still cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Star Wars is not cool anymore. I'm just saying that as far as Star Trek goes, it is more open to the idea of a better future and more towards, you know, in the future. Uh, there's no money in the future. There's no poverty. There's no hunger. Um, you know, there's no racism. There's, uh, there's equality. And uh, everybody understands each other. And Gene Roddenberry's vision was, you know, very important uh, to a lot of people. And that's not the only reason why I enjoy it. But before I get into the reason why I enjoy it, let me tell you the story about how I got into it. So anyway, when my father showed me this communicator, I said, oh, where's that from? And he said, oh, it's... It's from Star Trek. And I said, oh, really? That's from Star Trek? And he says, yeah. Now, my dad has gone through a bunch of phases. He went through a Star Wars stage. He went through a Star Trek stage. Now he's at a horror stage. And, you know, 
he does what he does and I think it's pretty cool um, but so I went back to visit him because I live in Kentucky he lives all the way in Illinois which is where I was born but I went to go visit him and you know it was around Christmas time now the first night that we got back he says I really want to show you this episode of Star Trek now he showed me the episode I think it was season one episode 16 um, it was the episode where Khan, uh, you know, was broke out of his, you know, his, what do you call it? I don't know. He was frozen, basically, you know. He was like 200 years old, he was frozen, and then he was unfrozen because of the Enterprise crew, and then he tried to take over Enterprise, you know. And that was the episode, that was the very first Star Trek thing that I ever watched um, and I remember saying I remember sitting there as it was starting I was like man this looks kind of just kind of looks just stupid old and cheesy and you know I didn't say anything then but that was at the very beginning you know there I was again judging it by its cover and when I finished watching that episode I was like okay that's pretty interesting actually the crew was very fun. I loved Captain Kirk. And that was really what drew me into the entire thing. Um, so, you know, I was like, oh, I like that a lot. And my dad was like, oh, really? And then, uh, so immediately from that episode, we went to Star Trek to The Wrath of Khan. And that kind of takes place after the events of... Uh, Space Seed, and Space Seed was the episode where Khan was uh, introduced. So right after Space Seed, uh, you know, came the Wrath of Khan, and you know, Khan's trying to take over the crew again, kill everybody on the Enterprise, you know, just try to take everything over. And I watched that, and I was immediately hooked from that moment on. Uh, my dad was obsessed with it at that time, and he was all about Star Trek, and, uh, you know, he still likes it, but I can uh, easily say that I am way more obsessed with Star Trek uh, than he is now. He was even telling me how, uh, you know, I probably know more than he, than he does, and I, that really made me feel good, because uh, Star Trek is one of my passions. Um, now, uh, there are a total of 13 movies and 9 different TV shows. Now, I was introduced on the original series. Uh, after I watched, uh, you know, Wrath of Khan, I went back and I started watching each episode of the original series. And, uh, you know, I was on episode 6 uh, and I watched it all the way through and uh, I stayed up till like probably four o'clock in the morning watching it. Now, let me clarify that I'm not the type of person to stay up countless hours throughout the night just, you know, doing something. In order for me to do that, I have to be extremely intrigued. Um, you know, when I went over to my dad's house, not only did he have a communicator, he had, you know, a phaser, he had a uniform, he had so he had like a couple pairs of a uh, couple pairs of Spock ears, you know. He had a lot of Star Trek stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." 
And uh, I was like, Dad, I'd like to wear your Captain Kirk uniform while I watch this. And he says, dude, go for it. And there I am, feeling like a freaking little kid. I, I felt like a little kid. And, uh, you know, I'm watching Star Trek, the original series, with my Captain Kirk uniform on. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, wow, I really cannot believe how awesome this is. You know, not only is it interesting, not only is it adventurous, it is just so captivating. And it, you know, it really draws my attention in. And people just don't give it a chance. Uh, I'm the only person that I really know personally that's, you know, as into Star Trek as I am. Uh, you know, I follow a couple, a uh, couple Twitter accounts, and you know, follow some Facebook pages. But other than that, um, as far as knowing people personally that are like, oh my gosh, Star Trek is awesome. I don't really know that many people, except for my father. Uh, you know, he's not as into it as I am. Um, but so. I'll go ahead and name off all of the movies in order, uh, just to you know, uh, you know, just to give my personal opinion on all of them. Uh, so in Star Trek: The Motion Picture, uh, that was a movie that I did not watch until I was already a Star Trek fan for about a year, and. Um, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, mm, it does not seem that good. And I watched it and it wasn't. I'm going to be completely honest. In my opinion, it was terrible. I would never watch that again. Um, you know, unless, you know, I got super bored. But that the, the movie was pretty boring. Um, uh, I think the best part of that movie is where Captain Kirk stole the Enterprise. Uh... You know, Captain Kirk's always stealing the Enterprise. But, uh, so that movie was, you know, it was not the best. Uh, not saying that it was, you know, god awful, that it disgraced Star Trek or whatever. It didn't disgrace it. It was just something that I didn't feel was very captivating. It wasn't what I was used to. You know, uh, the uniforms were just. Uh, they were just not good. They were all white uniforms uh, with like what looked like a little light on their belt, you know? It just looked like a light, you know? And it, to me, it was just, you know, I didn't really enjoy it. Uh, but I know other people have, uh, so I'm not gonna just say that it was overall terrible. People do have a likeness to it. Um, it just wasn't my type of movie. Now. I've already explained, you know, The Wrath of Khan. It was a great movie. It was amazing. Uh, you know, the characters were awesome in it. And it was the first introduction to the new uniforms. Throughout the entire original series uh, movies, there were red uniforms. And those uniforms, you know, I liked them. Uh, you know, they weren't, you know, the red, yellow, blue uniforms, but, you know, they were something that, you know, looked like it could be in Star Trek, uh, you know, and I loved that, um, now, Star Trek 3, uh, 
The Search for Spock. That movie, that movie was probably one of the more emotional ones for me. Um, a lot of things happened, uh, you know, and if you haven't seen it, I don't want to give too much insight on uh, the movies if you have not seen them yet, if you're just trying to get out. Um, so I'll just give my very vague opinions on them. The Search for Spock is a very emotional, but also very adventurous movie, uh, you know, and it was, I, in my opinion, it was one of the be be better ones out there. Um, you know, uh, but out of all the movies, my favorite is the fourth one, which is The Voyage Home. Uh, the Voyage Home, it was just so fun, so funny. There was a mixture of action, comedy, and just adventure. And, uh, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That is my favorite movie. I would watch that movie over and over and over again and not get tired of it. Um, basically the gist of things is, you know, they receive a probe and the probe is like damaging earth and, uh, but it speaks in whale tongue and, you know, the crew of the Enterprise are like, whale tongue. And, uh, in the 20, 23rd century, whales are actually extinct. So in order to, you know, save Earth, the crew of the Enterprise has to go all the way back in time to the late 21st century and uh, bring a pair of humpback whales back with them to save Earth. And, you know, when my dad first introduced this movie to me, I was like, it's about whales? Man, this sounds just like, just stupid, but it wasn't. It was great, and I loved it, um, you know, uh, and then after Voyage Home, uh, you have the uh, Final Frontier. The Final Frontier also has a lot of comedy to it. This is, in my opinion, where the crew of the Enterprise uh, is the most kind of connected with one another. They, you know, they interact with one another. They. You know, this is where I feel they are more of like a family, you know, and I love this about that movie. Um, you know, it's the movie starts off with, you know, some of the crew members like Captain Kirk, Dr. McCoy, Spock, Chekhov, and Sulu. You know, they're all just, you know, on a planet and they're having a, a shore leave and it's just, it's so much fun. Uh, and if there's one movie that I think that uh, everybody would like, it would be The uh, Final Frontier. Now, uh, part six, The Undiscovered Country. The Undiscovered Country, it was, a, uh, it was a great way to leave off with the original series films. Um, you know, in this one, Spock's half-brother uh, comes into the picture and, you know, uh, the, the the crew of the Enterprise are just trying to find out like who is this guy if he's really the, you know if he's really like, Spock's brother and you know but he's committed a couple of crimes and you know they're trying to get him to do right uh, God is actually in this movie like God um, it's just all about God really um, and that's it's one of those things like it's a it shows that Star Trek is open to religion you know. If whether you believe, whether you don't believe, it's just, it's accepting of all, and that's what I love about it.
I'm really going to go over the original series movies, and that was really it. Uh, now, there is a Star Trek show that takes place 100 years before the original series, and that is Star Trek Enterprise. It takes place roughly in the year 2155. Uh, that's about five or six years before the United Federation of Planets was, uh, was invented, really, where it really like, took off. Uh, the United Federation of Planets was set in 2161. So this is before uh, the real insignias came in, the Starfleet uniforms. Starfleet was a thing, but uh, as far as the United, the United Federation of Planets, it wasn't a thing. Um, the Prime Directive didn't exist. Uh, there was no shields on ships. Uh, there was no photon torpedoes. There was just regular torpedoes. Um, you know, Vulcans weren't, you know, in the Federation. Uh, there was a Vulcan uh, science officer on board the NX-01, which was the very first ship capable of Warp 5, which was called Enterprise. Um, but as far as her being enlisted in Starfleet, she wasn't. She was, you know, just sort of there. And she was along for the ride. Um... But that is a very interesting show. Um, as far as transporters go, they were not used to transport people that much uh, because they were not, you know, very reliable at that time. They they mostly used it to, uh, you know, transport big things. Um, let's see. The only way they ever got down to the planet was via shuttle. Shuttle bay, took him down, and uh, overall, it is a fantastic show. Uh, you know, the theme song for it, it's not that good, uh, but I think uh, you, you will like it. Uh, if you wanna watch them in chronological order, you definitely wanna start off with Enterprise, and then you want to go to Discovery, then the original series, and then the next generation, and then you're just going to want to keep going. Um, you know, uh, Strange New Worlds, uh, you know, that will be coming out next year. That, that should come after Discovery, but you can't watch it uh, after Discovery if you want to start now. So just go from Enterprise to Discovery and then uh, the original series. But anyway, that's really all I have for this podcast. Like I said, we're just going to do deep, deep insights and dives into the shows that I know and love and that you may already or may come to know and love. Um, this is just one of those things where, you know, you got to give Star Trek a chance. Um, if you think that it sucks, uh, chances are you just aren't looking at it in the right way. Uh, if you don't support equal rights, if you don't support black and white equality, if you don't support uh, gays, uh, you know you might not like certain aspects of it um, because uh, all of those things are in there. Um, 
you know. And the the next podcast that I do, we'll probably uh, dive some more into the original series because there's a lot to cover on that. Uh, as far as the next generation goes, we will get into that at a at a time. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my opinions. Um, but yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this. Uh, it, my, it was my first podcast, and I'm super duper excited just to get all this knowledge out there to you guys. Um, if you have any ideas, you can follow me on Twitter at Star Trek Tony. You can follow me on Facebook at Tony Kowalski, and you can just uh, you know ask anything that you want. If you want to add anything, some ideas uh, for me to just talk about, I would love that. I'm open for ideas, uh, and I know that I'll get better at this in the future. Thanks for listening in.